ticky-tacker or Roscommon Xavi and Iniesta tipping the ball back and forth Galway are a lot further ahead than Roscommon at this but Roscommon as Jer said are going to do damage in this championship Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts OTB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now Joe Malloy good morning to you Morning, Jer. Morning, Shane. How you doing, fellas? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you're planning a grueling weekend of late night watching of uh, West Coast oh. Major. <laughs> it's a disaster. Like it's a disaster in sporting terms. It's a tragedy. Um, these are just grim. So we're West Coast U.S. Open, Los Angeles uh, Country Club, and I don't know, maybe 3 a.m. Oh. Give or take. Going to be a very slow golf course as well. It's uh, a little quirky in a certain way. So it'll be slow and uh, it'll be coffee if you're that way inclined. Nobody knows anything about this place because they don't let anybody... No no plebs allowed. No plebs allowed. Hugh Hefner, the Playboy Mansion uh, by the 13th tee. This is right in the heart of Los Angeles. Like It's a stunning location. Um, billions, I would think, if you were to buy this uh, um, property and turn it into housing. So Hugh Hefner tried for many years to get in, but they didn't love the cut of his jib. They were less um, impressed with fame than the Riviera uh, types down the road. So very exclusive. Uh, hasn't hosted a professional tournament in decades. Hosted the Walker Cup in 2017. And uh, there's been new management there in the last decade or so. And they're um, loosening the grip a touch on the uh, doors and letting the plebs in a little bit more. And I mean, it is stunning. Like it, it, it's um, it's often a thing we do when there's a major on at a course we don't really know. Where you, you stick on YouTube and they do a hole by hole guide. And I will often have a look at this with a certain gusto and barely make it to past the front nine because it, it becomes a bit repetitive. You know, a golf course is a golf course at a certain point, but this place is uh, so interesting. George Thomas is the designer. He designed Riviera, so he's kind of seen as um, you know, amongst the doyen of golf designers. Beautiful visually, the clubhouse is kind of stunning. Uh, wide fairways by US Open standards. This isn't single file fairway and lots of rough. The fairways are a bit more generous, but it won't just be um, take a driver off uh, 14 holes without thinking and then play the part threes. There'll be lots of different shots hit off uh, the tee boxes. Um, nice to be able to work the ball both ways. Um, you'll see lots of traditional Californian terrain like scrubland around the fairways. Apparently, it's the 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 last part of central kind of Los Angeles that just isn't covered in um, concrete. So geologists come from all around to see what California looked like a thousand years ago. So it's that kind of place there. Um, par threes, I mean, great variety to them. There's like a 290 yard par three, which is a drive and a wedge for us. And then there's a, you know, like a less than a hundred yard par three. A couple of drivable par fours as well. Uh, the sixth is an amazing hole. Like some players are walking off saying, well, you're a fool if you don't just drive that hole. Uh, others are saying, oh, no, you have to lay up and it's a wedge. So it's not like, say, at Riviera, the famous 10th, where they now know statistically uh, after year and year, year, year upon year, you just have to drive it. That's the way to play that hole. You'll generally come off better. There's a real degree of like golfing IQ here and trying to figure out what is the best way to play this place. We've never seen anyone play it before. And so, you know, that, that brings in kind of a, uh, a quotient of players who really use their minds and uh, you know I, there's a great video of Jordan Spieth and there's like smoke coming out of his ears almost trying to figure out what shot to hit off a tee yesterday and Justin Thomas is roaring laughing at him because um, he's overthinking everything so, so um, 
uh, the 3am finish aside, like thumbs up for Los Angeles Country Club. It's it's going to be really good. Saw some of the photos as well, Joe, online of of the Bermuda grass, and there's there seems to be a lot of heavy rough even in and around greens as well. Like it could get pretty nasty for some players. Yeah, this is like the. Um, before every major someone does a video of someone dropping a ball into rough and going it's disappeared that's exactly think, what it's, oh, it's going to be seen, yeah. it's going to be havoc and then it doesn't seem to play out that way i my sense is we won't be talking about this as like oh remember that major with all the rough mm. I, I i think it's like yeah it does catch your eye for sure and i saw the same videos but i i looking at the course i don't think that's the defining aspect in the way like it was at winged foot which is a good thing for me because I, I i think that takes a lot of skill out of things but that said you don't want to be in the rough and the bunkers are very difficult as well brooks kepka saying very soft sand so usually you hit a fairway bunker and ball might roll back to the middle whereas here it'll stick into that sand and it won't be easy so uh, they're saying it like you know par is your friend and all that they, they're anticipating maybe four five six seven under as a winning score but again they don't really know okay but like I look, that brings a little bit of mystery to the whole thing, and I, I think it probably freshens things up a bit and makes that good. Yeah. Um, in terms of the contenders and the politics, does the politics have any influence on the contenders? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, I think there's a pep in the step of the live guys. Like Brooks Kepka, who's obviously feeling good about life, having just won the last major, and he's now in five majors, so he's there with, you know, Bryce uh, Seve and Byron Nelson and Peter Thompson. He finished his press conference yesterday uh, by saying, I'll see you all at the Travellers next week, and just got up and walked out. And the golf media were saying, is that a joke? Or is he actually just, did he get an invite to the Travellers? So look, I presume the live guys are feeling great. Of the contenders, um, when you ask the question, I guess I saw a fairly dejected Rory McIlroy in my mind's eye. He's the one, if anyone's probably feeling a little bit uh, down about the whole situation. In the last 24 hours, the news is that they're going to just pay him off and they're going to pay yeah. off all the, they're going to pay John Ram. So maybe that gets the pep back. It's like, well, maybe. So I, I, I stood as the lone voice in the wilderness. I fought yeah. the good fight and I lost, but then I actually, I won anyway. Yeah. I mean, how are they going to do this? Where do they draw the line? You know, Shane Lowry got an offer. Does How much does he get? Well, maybe you get a percentage of what the offer was if you would have taken it. I know. But then you're like, yeah, no, I was talking to a fella. He offered me 50 well, million. Well, Liv, Liv know who, who they offer to is the thing. That's well, like, you know, they, they've got all the emails. Like, we, no, we didn't offer you, buddy. I but like so, the you know, they're, they're, for asking. Yes, they know. There are interesting cases, though, like Max Homa, very marketable, up-and-coming guy. We'll be talking about him more in, in years to come. He was approached by Liv and he said, publicly, he's talked about this. He, he said, I don't want to know the figure because it will only tempt me. And so he, what, what do we pay him? I look, they're going to have to do something because I, I can. Own, apparently the players meeting last week was uh, there was fury heading Jay Monahan's way, who's now um, uh, recovering from a medical incident. I suspect he's under a lot of pressure. Shane Lowry, interestingly, stood up in that meeting, according to Jeff Ogilvie, and at a certain point, realized we're getting nowhere here it's all getting a little ott let's let calm heads prevail and wrap this meeting up jeff, jeff ogilvy was singing larry's praises for um real seasoned pro attitude now but um i like the politics it's just there uh, for sure and all the players to a man are saying i've no idea where this is all going i don't know what golf looks like you guys know as much as me that's that's the general um line from all the players this week 
the evolution of all of the thinking as well. Um, again, in the papers today, there's a suggestion that there will be some minor team element at the end of the season for them, but that essentially Liv will cease to exist sooner rather than later because they don't need to exist anymore. Yeah. So if if Brooks Kepka is fetching up with the Travellers next week, why would everybody else not start fetching up to the big events? I know. Like that, that's just the end of that. And maybe everybody overthought, how is this all going to work? It's like, well, it's just going to work because they'll all just play again. Maybe, because like this uh, merger, don't call it a merger, but um, I think it, it's it's not even a binding agreement and it's just like an intention to negotiate and figure stuff out. They haven't figured anything out. Um, so on the one hand, there are a ton of protocol and it has to be done this way, it has to be done that way. But then as you, as you allude to, uh, four people just sat around, ignored all the protocol, ignored the board and made this massive decision anyway over cigars. So... You know, if the sponsors of the Travelers Championship hear that Brooks might be interested, can the PGA Tour say, "Yeah, you're not going to have the biggest name in golf at your tournament"? Of course, I mean exactly. So and yeah, yeah, it could happen very quickly. And they have a partnership now, or they have an understanding of an intention to have a partnership, yeah. where it's in everybody's interest for the best players to play against each other as much as they can now, because it reminds everybody of what they're missing out and kind of wins everybody over. And all of a sudden. Live recedes <clears throat> and they, they keep the heritage of the big tournaments but they started this yeah. new thing and Saudi Arabia gets exactly what they wanted which was that is the way of the world exactly <clears throat> exactly so Brooks is going to win this week then yeah I mean the only mark against him is with all his five majors he's always played the week before and Liv has not afforded him that opportunity mm. on this occasion but um, the swag was back when he um, walked in alpha male energy so he's a huge huge contender and sort of has the mentality to go back to back not every player does john ram is obviously a huge contender won the masters hasn't done much since but there's always that kind of recuperation period usually and then if if you're talking like big three then there's scotty scheffler he's a very interesting case in that uh, t to green he's putting in all-time performances so at the memorial for instance the other week strokes gained tee to green he was 20 shots better than the field which is the yeah. second best uh, imagine giving scotty Scheffler 20 shots i think vj singh managed something better once in the all the years they've done these stats but like second all-time performance he was however not second last but last in putting and his putting has been atrocious so He's, I'm kind of interested to see what this guy who's putting in, uh, you know, almost unprecedented ball striking performances, but can't put at the moment is going to do. Um, so they're kind of big three. And I, at this stage, realistically, you're saying Rory's kind of uh, just not in the form to be part of that conversation. Is it hope rather than expectation for, for Shane Lowry, Joe, do you reckon? Or can he actually contend? Uh, a, bit, a bit of both, yeah. Like... He's, he has become genuinely like such a great ball striker mm. and this golf course will encourage shot makers um, and like you'll find yourself in hairy spots and have to show a bit of ingenuity and I mean that's Lowry 100% the problem Shane is just the putter it's, it's, it's not going well for him hasn't been for a long time so that's the big concern almost akin to Scheffler uh, with both of those guys if they get somewhere on the first or second and they roll in a 20-footer and they say, my God, that felt good, then golf is so ephemeral in terms of the form that they just catch fire for four days and then it could get very interesting. So that that's the question mark. And, and it's been a question mark now for several months. So that'd be the worry with Shane, unfortunately. But like, would you be surprised? Absolutely not. 
if we get any kind of finish like we got at the Canadian Open last weekend, I mean, you'd take that, wouldn't you? 72 footer to win? Yeah. Yeah, 72-footer to win, and Adam Hadwin rugby tackled by security guards, so it it had everything, yeah. I don't know, I don't suspect you guys are staying up till uh, 3 a.m. with, uh, I mean, stay up all night watching the golf and straight into work, is that the, the gig? It's tricky. See, I'm at a festival huh. this weekend, Joe, I'm actually off working on this, so I could, so you I could, can watch I could it. finish up the, the raving at 2 or 3 in the morning and, and just get the right. last bit of the round. Perfect. Perfect. What a weekend. Yeah. Jerry be in bed. Uh, Matthew, Matt McLean, the amateur, he's 29. Is it, do we expect him to turn professional if things go well? Or is that like, this is just his uh, amazing heyday and he goes back to amateur golf and is like, ah, I played the Masters and I played the US Open? I don't know, actually. I don't know. Um, I don't know too much about him. Um, I guess if you have even a sniff of professionalism, you turn... Um, so I guess that's his plan and he's using up his exemptions now because why wouldn't you? So uh, I would anticipate, yeah, turn pro, yeah. Kepka's in the opening round with, with Rory and Matsuyama. Like that's a, that's a pretty interesting yeah. three ball we start. There's a lot of swagger in that group. Yeah, the US Open, are, the USGA are kind of um, renowned for like theming their groups. There was much um, the big anger a couple of years ago when they had like, there's no other way, you know, a, 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 a large man's group. Um, it was very embarrassing for the three guys. Like it was, it was terrible, you know. So, I think what they've done here is almost said, let's get the the alpha of the PGA Tour and the alpha of Live and stick them together. Uh, so at a glance, it looks a bit juicy, but they're um, they're pally enough. They played practice rounds together before the Masters. These guys all live in the same neck of the woods in Florida, see each other all the time. So even though one's Live and one's um, PGA Tour. They're all winners in life, and uh, they're friendly. <laughs> so exactly. I, I, I don't think I don't think there's any um, animosity there whatsoever between Rory and, and Kepka. So that's not a bad group. Rory likes a bit of electricity. Maybe it doesn't hurt. Yeah. All right. So for you, the winners coming from those big three, or is there a random outsider that you think is uh, going to? Uh, I do look. I, I you look at Ram and Kepka, and it's hard to look past them. I like the look of Victor Hovland, who's been in the final round of the Open last year and the PGA. He was in the final group with Kepka, and he played very well at the US Open when he burst onto the scene, uh, Michael Richards style in 2019. So I like him. As you work your way down the betting, I sincerely hope Patrick Cantley doesn't do anything. He is the world's slowest player. <laughs> and like I mean, he, he, I would think he's going to be involved in a five and a half hour round here. Well, on this um, course, like especially. Ah. Uh, it's a bad, bad deal. And then you're down into like speed is just not in the form you need him to be in. Morikawa was interesting. Californian um, kid seems to play well in California. Um, but beyond that, like I could make a case for the next 20 as ever in golf without yeah. feeling terribly strongly. So I, I, it's hard to look past Ram and Kepka. Let's see how Sheffer's putting his. Rory is the uh, mystery wrapped in the enigma. And then I, I do sort of look at Hovland and think... Yeah, I, I, my life depended on it of, of those outside the initial two or three. I'd, I'd kind of feel like there's a decent chance you'll be hanging around uh, Sunday. But again, let's see what, how they all find this course. It'll be fun. All right, Joe, great stuff. Thanks a million. Cheers. All right, fellas. Have a good weekend. You see too. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.